When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, DJ Rock Lobster in the house. Steve wants to talk about fast food now. Okay, now wait a second, Donna. (laughs) That makes me sound like a lunatic. An off-brand nut job. Correct. Donna um, hogged all the time during her (laughs) See Something, say, Say Something. Because she's just so into the royals and the drama. So I didn't get to tell you about a guy who just broke his own Big Mac world record. Very big. The man who's eaten the most Big Macs is still at it and just updated his own record. In his life, the last 50 years, he's eaten 32,340. Hey, Rocconius. Yo. Do you see a little uh, linky winky dink there? Go down to see something, say something. You, oh. I didn't, I didn't. Just click on my link there for Big Mac guy. Um, Big Mac guy. There's a little sound of him um, talking just about this, which I thought was good. And then I'll tell you what his wife does for a living and what she thinks of all of this. I've got it right here, I believe. I have eaten 32,340 Big Macs in my lifetime. I'm closing in on 50 years next year of eating them every day. When I like something, I stick with it all the time. My habit right now is just to eat two a day, and that would be like 14 a week. Two Big Macs a day. He did it because he's just like, hey, look, I love him. He first started eating Big Macs back in 1972. He has averaged two a day since then. At the beginning, though, he was hog wild. You know, you find something new that you like. He was doing nine a day at the start. His wife, a nurse practitioner, says his diet is, quote, nutritionally deficient. (laughs) You think? (laughs) But she adds that his doctors say he's in pretty good health with, get this, exceptionally low cholesterol. Big Macs, keeping your cholesterol. Move over, Cheerios. Big Macs, focused on your heart health. He stays active, walks six miles a day, usually also skips adding fries to his meal. The six miles a day probably helps a lot. He's had 32,340 Big Macs in his life. I wonder if I've had more than 100. I bet. I bet I've maybe had around 200 Big Macs. How do we know he's telling the truth? (laughs) I don't know. I could say anything. I, you know, I've had 50,000 corn on the cobs from the state fair. (laughs) Since the beginning. I don't know. Of time. You're, okay, let's do I don't know. I just want to say congratulations to him. All right, are you in the In the world <laughs> of body positivity, where everything is great, no matter its impact on your health, I want to say this. 
I want to say congratulations. He inspires me. I would down a Big Mac right now. Okay. You know, can I say this one more thing? delicious. Okay, yeah, okay. Can we stop you? Speaking of my body, I, uh, you know, I'm not in my greatest shape of my life right now, okay? I'm just carrying a little extra baggage. And yesterday when we were at a friend's cabin and there was a time to get in, I was like, you know what? I could just stay here on the sidelines just being lazy and chilling, or I could just take my shirt off. Who cares if I've got a little bit of a gut right now? Mm-hmm. Nobody's and just looking at you. Get in and have fun. And then I did that, and I had so much fun and played with the kids, and it was much more active time, and we were jumping on the lily pad and in inner tubes. It was just, I'm late, guy. Oh, God, I can't. I can't. I can't. Donna, I'm going to bring in for no. when I'm in studio with you. No. On days I'm in studio, I have a lot of nautical-themed trinkets that I'm going to have on the desk. <laughs> okay. Like a life preserver thing. Oh, no. Yeah, it says it's drink o'clock somewhere. Oh my gosh, make him stop. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okay, so um, first of all, Rocco, you probably don't know this about Steve, but once he gets something in his head Mm -hmm. or experiences something for the first time, Mm -hmm. he acts like he's the only human being who's ever experienced it Mm -hmm. and becomes an expert. For example. Like lake stuff. Like lakes. He's now a lake guy, cabin guy. Um, I got a tramp stamp, Rocco. It says lake life. (laughs) And before that, he was tree guy. Yep, mm-hmm. smoker. Smoker guy. Smoker Steve. Yep, then he was, uh, what else have you done? Oh, uh, he was... Um, early riser. Early riser guy. <laughs> runner guy. He was a runner. Rupt it. Uh, then he was shake guy. Protein mm-hmm. shake guy. Okay. Yep. Uh, or juicer guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he just goes through all of this, and I knew that this was coming. Thus, my reaction. Yeah. Now on to music news. The Foo Fighters have trolled the Westboro Baptist Church again. This I time. love how you sound so Jersey when you say the name of that church. It's really great. And yet she, she turned it around to Canadian when she said again. That's when she, she compensates. If you don't know this about Donna Rocco for sharing secrets, she compensates with affect, added affectation if she's unsure of how to say something or how she just said something. I get it. Westboro Baptist Bur-oh. Church. That's how I would say it, Westboro. Bur-oh. But I'm trying to be careful not to do that. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so they use their alter ego, the DGs. And so what had happened was hmm. these guys, this church, mm-hmm. tried to pick at a Foo Fighters show in Kansas. And they found out what happens when you do that. Um, Dave Grohl and the guys drove by on a flatbed truck performing a cover of You Should Be Dancing. And then Dave had a message for the protesters. I believe we have a clip. I got something to say. Because you know what? I love you. I do. The way I look at it is I love everybody. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Can't you just love everybody? Because I think it's about love. That's what I think. I think we're all about love. And you shouldn't be hating. You know what y'all should be doing. 
Wait, is he on a flatbed truck? Yes, there. It, it's like his whole band is on the truck. Then there's a girl following them in a like on rollerblades. It's like a parade, right in front. And they stopped right in front of the protesters. I did link this up for everyone. But then the Westboro protesters responded on Twitter. They said, "Foo Fighters Dave Grohl claims he loves everybody, and Westboro Baptist does not." Hello. There's no love in encouraging sin. Someone might accuse Dave of being a dot, 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 pretender. Okay. Oh, boy. Is that a dad joke? Yeah, I don't understand. song by the Foo Fighters. Oh. Oh, really? What is Some, it? Something <laughs> about you. Pretender. Oh, got it. Got oh, it. I do love you. Anyway, I thought that was great. I Do I have time to tell you about this horrific story that I read? There's a, No, you don't. Oh, man. Oh, it's, a, it's almost 12. It, yeah, okay. we, so, hey, Steve, do you have fun at the lake? Um, was there a lily pad involved? You want Lake talk when we come back. No, we'll <laughs> no. talk about... Okay, you can share this god-awful story that you want to share. Oh, we'll do it at 1045. Okay, we'll do that a little bit later. How about we do this? Uh, President Obama thanks, oh, uh, ended up having that party. After all, that big 60th birthday bash, he did have to scale back on the invite list. Mm-hmm. Guess who was on the chopping block? <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally makes sense. We'll explain when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my team. Hello. This is, this is where the song loses me. Yes. Yeah. Sounds like the tape jammed. I think he lost me when he called himself Rit Mommy. Thank you. Oh, like, yeah. come on. You know Don't what? Make though? us say that. It's like mm, bye. <laughs> <laughs> what a hilarious joke about Mitt Romney. <laughs> I know. Like, don't, don't you want to name a song, Rit Romney, not your persona? Name. Although yeah. maybe in ten years he'll be super successful. Mitt will be long since retired, and the up and coming generation won't even know. Maybe, Steve. Then someday in their history books, they'll read about Mitt Romney and be like, oh my gosh, do you know how close that was to Rip Romney? <laughs> <laughs> Dummies. Oh, politics. Right? Love right. them. Everybody Love. loves talking about them. Let's talk about this politician, <gasps> Mr. Barack Obama. Mr. Heard of Obama? Barack Hussein Obama. Remember when that was a big deal, his yeah. middle name? Everybody's like, whoa, it's trigger word. It kind of is. Yeah, and it's not. I, I bet. It, I bet that Barack, when he decided to get into politics, wasn't like sweet. I'm looking forward to this middle name coming out. Right. It just doesn't Man, have Saddam. A, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not. Do you still have that crush on Saddam's beautiful yes. eyes or whatever it was? It's not. It was been, it was no, been it's Laden. Been Laden. Okay, get it right. <laughs> and I didn't yeah. have a crush on him. Stop saying that. You said of. I just one of the said worst... he has pretty eyes. I mean, a lot of crazy killers do. It's and then she defended herself with Manson. <laughs> I did the whole thing. She makes me sick. These are lies. Stop it. 
I just don't want to know what posters are up in her cabin. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, my. Yeah. Look at his jawline. Of course, with all that chewing. (laughs) Hey! Wasn't Dahmer, was he eating things and people? Yes. All right. Sorry. Okay. We shouldn't have said that. Why did we do this? We did it. You did. You are the worst. You were the one who originally was legitimately attracted to a terrorist. I was not attracted to him. He just looked sad in his eyes. I'm going to go. <laughs> so Barack Hussein Obama had his 60th birthday bash over the weekend. This is the one up in Martha's Vineyard. I was a little bit confused because I thought that there was an update last week saying he had tried to scale back the party right. to make it smaller when due he, to the Delta variant. And when he said that, didn't you think, okay, like 20 people? Well, apparently that term is all relative, according to TMZ, because there were still a whole bunch of people, several hundred. Now, uh, they did have to prove that they were vaccinated to get in, and they had to have a negative test to get in. Um, But still, there were a lot of people, I I guess some of the pictures and stuff, too, suggest, you know, some people were saying, oh, there wasn't social distancing or whatever. Anyway, people on both sides are saying things about the party, but... Let's just make light of the people who did not make the cut because they had to send out a notice to some of their big wig celebrity friends and say, so the Delta variant's a little unpredictable right now. We need to, we can't have quite as many people as we wanted. So sorry, Larry David. You can't come. You can't come. <laughs> and if that's not the most Larry David thing to happen to Larry David, imagine it playing out in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where he gets an invitation to. Barack Obama's birthday bash and is telling everybody and is bragging about it, asking people, what are they doing this Sunday? Oh, sorry, I can't go. I've been invited to the president's birthday party. Tells the whole town, everyone he comes in contact with knows that Larry David is going to Barack Obama's party and then he gets uninvited. This He has to work this into another episode. Yeah, I think there's of- another season. Maybe. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't either. I don't know why I said it. I thought I Jeff Garland said that he was Maybe hoping. Maybe it's true. But, you know, Larry is 70, so. Larry. Larry? Well, you know what? Larry's in good company, though. Other notable celebrities that got axed from Barack Obama's invite list. David Letterman. Oh, no. Conan O'Brien. No. Yeah. So Conan, Larry David... And David Letterman, don't they feel like that? That's the three. That's the perfect trio to get disinvited from Obama's yes, 60th bash. Totally. And then they would just go and make fun of their lives, and nobody really likes us, and nothing ever goes our way. Okay, so sit on. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Several hundred people still there. Mm-hmm. That's... So Barack Obama, like, for instance, had Erica Badu in front of David Letterman, Larry David, and Conan O'Brien. Interesting. Jay-Z... Bradley Cooper, Don Cheadle, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, Stephen Colbert. Oh my gosh. Was this a Hawaiian-themed party? It appears to be based on the garb that we're seeing. Bruce Springsteen, the boss, was there. He had to. They have a podcast together. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow. Wasn't it fully canceled, though, at one point last week? That's what I heard. Right, I think yeah. I. People are complaining I, about having to, you know, lose money on hotels. And, oh yeah. And what I'm seeing now, according to the New York Times, most of the attendees were vaccinated. All okay. of them had to have that negative test to get in. They also had a compliance officer walking around to ensure that everybody's following the rules. Wh- how to keep everyone that? safe. Like, hey, hey, hey. Six feet apart. But I heard. But they say, like, based on the pictures and stuff, there weren't. That's true. Um, there wasn't really social distancing. Mm. I don't know. Outdoors is generally a lot better, though. There have been a lot of mass gatherings outdoors that happened over the last year and a half, and there wasn't crazy, you know, super spreading transmission like people expected. And it wasn't a tent, you know, so there was open air and all that. So I bet it'll be fine. I wonder what if the state fair is going to do anything. You know, as far as... Oh, I think that there are... I hear that the, the last week they said that they were already thinking or talking about masks inside. Okay, that okay, that is true. I remember that. Um, but... I don't know. I don't think it's mandated yet. No. I think they're just looking yes. to see what they can, what they can do. You know, but a lot of things, uh, you know, people have bought tickets. I know, like, Jason Isbell, like, all his concerts, now you have to be vaccinated. And that, it, a lot of people already had tickets, right? Right. And same with, like, First Ave. People had tickets to First Ave, and now they're finding out, you know, that you have to be vaccinated or right. something. So I think there's going to be a lot of things that people are looking forward to or going to go do and then find out, oops. I think people are going to be upset if they don't plan Rules on getting... Changed, right vaccinated and they find out hey i already paid you and now you're you're putting this exact rule on me yeah stick them up yeah hey donna bummer hey, oh steve what's remember up? when you squeezed me out of time for my sweet sweet big mac story earlier yeah, yep well sadly uh we're out of time for your super depressing story yeah oh. it is really sad i'll just give you the headline there is okay. a um there's a country music artist who told this story of this Lyft driver who has since been banned from driving a Lyft, who basically attacked her and threw her oh out of the gosh. car. Oh and Lord. it is just a horrifying story. Her name is Claire Dunn. Claire, C-L-A-R-E, if you want to Google that story and find out more about it. Very horrifying. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Let's play a game. 651-641-1071. Call us right now. You can play College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. 
It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, along with our buddy DJ Rock Lobster. Wanna play a game? Yes, please. Let's do it. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. Hey, Rocco. I want to see how smart you are. Right. Well, I woke to the news yesterday of the passing of Marky Post. Yeah. A lot of people reached out to me because they knew I had kind of a crush on oh, her. Oh, gosh. She was adorable. She was so cute. I loved her Such. mullet. It was inspirational. Yeah, it was great. It was aspirational. Yeah. Um, That's right. Look what it turned into. I know. <laughs> so I'm going to quiz you guys on some of Marky Post's uh, roles. Okay. And uh, here to play the game with you is one Gretchen. What up, Gretch? Hey, Gretchen. Hey, hey, hey. What up? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where are you headed, Gretchen? <laughs> I'm headed to Hanover. Ooh. Oh, Where's what's Hanover? happening there today? Well, I'm going to go hang out with my grandson. Nice. Oh, fun. Know, doesn't Bob Dylan have a place in Hanover? No joke. I don't know, but they have really good barbecue. It's a big board. Okay. Hello. Well, if you see Bob, tell him hello. I will. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, he has a place up on the Crow River he shares with his brother. But anyways, oh. enough about my Bob Dylan fandom. Let's talk about my Marky Post fandom. Okay. Gretchen, who do you think is going to know more about some of the roles that the late Marky Post played in the uh, 80s and 90s? Mm. Donna or Steve? Wow. Donna, of course. Wow, whatever, Gretchen. Okay, thanks, Gretchen. All right, I'm going to play the guitar while you guys do this. All right, Steve. Bye now. All right, bye-bye. Okay. All right, uh, thanks for that leap of faith, by the way, because I don't know. I don't know how I'll do. We'll see. These are a little tricky, but, uh, you know, we got to have faith. Okay. Yes. Okay. And Marky's looking down on us today, hoping we do a good job remembering her. Um, I'm going to put Gretchen on hold. I'm going to stare at Donna Valentine through the glass. And I'm I'm going to stare at you through the camera. Okay. I'm going to ask you this one. On her 90s show, Hearts of Fire, she played a liberal political reporter in love with a conservative senator's aide. What gone-too-soon actor played her love interest, the conservative senator's aide? (sighs) I'm just going to say John Larroquette. On Night Court, what was her character's job title? She was a legal assistant. Okay. And her breakthrough role was on TV's The Fall Guy. What was that show about? The Fall Guy was about a stunt actor, a stunt man, basically. And the second one, I think she was, was she a lawyer? I'm going to say she was a lawyer. Okay, I'm, I'm going to see if you can just be a little bit more specific. A defense attorney. Okay. 
Um, let's see if Gretchen has thoughts on that. Do you remember the show Hearts of Fire? Do you remember who her love interest was? I called him a gone too soon actor. No, okay. I don't have any clue there. Mm. How about on Night Court? Do you uh, have thoughts on what her character's job title was? I think she was maybe the district attorney or something. All right, let's go with that side of things. We'll say, yeah, the prosecutor, or the DA. Okay. okay. And are you confident in Donna's answer about what the fall guy was about? Yes, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. feel good about all that. right, all right. Let's all just right. let's just lock it in. Lock it Woo! in. Let's wave Steve, at Steve. Come on, wave come at on, Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve. He is. Uh, he's turning. Here he comes. He's, oh, he's wearing a stone shirt. He's wearing a stone hey, shirt. Hey, what's up? Hey, what up? Okay, Steve Arino, you ready to get quizzed on some Marky Post triv? Yes, bull. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to start with this one on her '90s show, Hearts of Fire. She played a liberal political reporter in love with a conservative senator's aide. What gone-too-soon actor played that love interest? David Spade. On Night Court, what was her character's job title? Uh, Booker. And uh, her breakthrough role was on TV's The Fall Guy. What was that show about? Uh, it's about Jim Cipriani, and he always took the fall on big crimes for very bad, very <laughs> nasty people. Um, and then the other one is going to be uh, David Spade's still alive, so we're going to go with Dom DeLuise. Final. <laughs> Steve, you need to brush up on your Marky Post because I think you went. Negative one on this. Oh one. my! What? Oh, can hey, we can we run down the correct answers? Sure. So, Hearts of Fire was one of those Linda Bloodworth Thomason shows. Sure. And she played opposite the late John Ritter. Oh, oh I said John Larroquette. Oh, that's right. Darn it. Um, on Night Court, you know, I think Donna, you were you said defense attorney first. She was a public defender. I probably would have given you credit for that. Oh, but, but then, then we you changed and it and switched sides. We did to district attorney, so no points awarded. Nice. I'd even give me half credit for Dom DeLuise because they said John Larroquette. He's alive. Yes, I know. And the fall guy, Donna, did know it was about a Hollywood stuntman. I would have given you bonus points had you said a Hollywood stuntman who moonlights as a bounty hunter. But I'll give you credit for stuntman. 1-0, no. Donna. Steve loses. All right. Congratulations, Gretchen. You win a t-shirt, but for fun, we're going to do a double or nothing bonus. Clearly, this is a blind spot for me. Okay. Here we go. Double or nothing. Say your name if you know this. This is the quote-unquote tiebreaker. Okay, Gretchen? Okay. Okay, here's the tiebreaker. In 1982 and in 1983, oh, no. she made two guest appearances on this. Steve. Yes. Dang it. Tonight, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Okay. I'll let it play out for Gretchen and uh, Donna. She made two guest appearances on this show. Donna. Yes. Love Boat. Love Boat. Woo! <laughs> Double or nothing. Love. Love. Exciting and new. Exciting and new. Boy, that's a fun Come theme aboard. song. We're expecting you. <laughs> what was this? Was that, was that a comedy or a drama? Uh, it was a comedy that kind of had some. They dealt with some to, issues. It wanted to be funny. Yeah, it wasn't funny. Okay. <laughs> it was fine, but that was like a fantasy island kind of thing where every week there would you'd have your regulars, but then you'd have guest stars. 
mm-hmm. come in. Uh, and there would be three plot lines. You know, Marky Post is on a honeymoon with her boyfriend who turns out to be living a double life. Yeah. Uh, Betty White is celebrating an anniversary with yeah. Ed Asner. And, you yeah. Know, okay. I could go on, but I won't. Please don't. And there was Isaac, who was the bartender, and Gopher, who was like the bosun. There was Julie, who was the uh, cruise director. There was Captain Steubing. I don't know anything about this show. Oh, Never you don't? seen it. You just nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Gretchen wins uh, a t shirt. So I'll go find out Woo! what uh, where to mail that. Woo! Okay, bye, Rocco. Okay, bye. And say bye All to right. Gretchen. Bye, Gretchen. Have a wonderful day with your grandson. Thank you. You too, guys. Love ya. Thank you. We love you. Okay. Bye. Okay, though. All okay, right. Um, this isn't exactly a tip, but I wanted to tell you about it. Um. Well, do you want me to hit the tipsy button or no? All right, I'll hit it. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Ever heard of them? <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, sure. Um, they are looking for people. People. To pretend that they are living in Mars. Okay. Um, is this like a cosplay thing? <laughs> What's going on here? No, you have to do this for a year. I am Bjork. To... I am Bjork. <laughs> I should Mork and Mitty was in my head. And it came out Bjork. I am Bjork. She dressed in feathers once. That's my friend makeup for me. Um, <laughs> it was a goose dress. Goose down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it had like the goose head in the front and everything. Yeah. They are looking for applicants who want to spend a year on Mars on Earth. They're calling it the Crew Health and Performance Exploration Analog. And it's meant to get astronauts ready for a Mars mission. You would live in this simulated Mars experience, no windows. Simulated. Simulated. What did I say? She said said simulated. Yeah, that's all right. It's fine. You say thank you. I. Thank you. Simulated. 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 Simulate is different. You know, like to yeah. assimilate. Yeah. Okay, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, gee, she is a real thorn in my side. <laughs> She's like the needle in my boot. Would you be interested in doing this? You know, I'd love to go to space camp for a week. Oh, that sounds fun. Something I don't want to. I don't know how. I don't want to do a year here, man. But I could do. You know, space camp. I would like to do the thing where. It used to be a prize on you guys are, and I don't say this as a diss, but you guys are both probably a little too old to have remembered Super Sloppy Double Dare on Nickelodeon. And one of the one of the gifts during the final thing that they had to run through the the whatever the final physical challenge, it was a um, the obstacle course. You could get a space camp thing, hmm. and then it would show the kids like holding on to the sphery thing and spinning around. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And it always looks so fun. I don't want to do the Mars thing. Okay. I want to talk more about words. They're getting, no, they're get, they're looking for four people who will get chosen. You'll live in a 1,700 square foot enclosed space with no mm. windows for one year. 
You'll only eat astronaut food. You'll have limited contact with friends and family online. I don't know how much it pays, but you can go to NASA's website if you want to apply. Rocco, you probably remember. Remember the... Remember those people who lived in a, in a space dome? Oh, like the biodome? Yes. Oh, yeah. For a year. What did they call that? I think it was the biodome. Didn't they call yeah. that Cleveland? Well, biodome <laughs> was the um, Pauly Shore movie, but you're there right. There was. What was it? It was the, the dome that like scientists lived in, and they had to like make their own food. Yeah. Staying on the in a dome. What was that? Biosphere 2. The Biosphere. That's yeah. what it was. Or Spaceship Earth or something like that. But yeah. Perfect. 1991. That's right. Because I remember being at the state fair and it was one of the, the gimmicks that people would do is like how long people could live in a car together. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how Project Down and Dirty started was living in a fi- trailer. You weren't here yet. Were you, Donna? I was so not. not. No. The first one. Nope. Yeah. No. But yeah, that's how it all started, and it's going to be coming back in a couple months. Oh my God, you wonder so if, like, PD and D twenty, we're in, we're 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 on Mars, right? Yep. Oh, I like it. Welcome back to the Donna right. and Steve Show, live from Mars. I love it. When we come back, we have a little more on uh, the passing of Rocco's former crush, the beloved actress okay. Marky mm-hmm. Post. I do have a question about words as well. One specific word that my son said, and my daughter said. What'd you say? And then he said the word again, and she said, that's not how you say that word. And I said, I think that is. How do you say that word? Uh, Mm. I think you can guess the word. And then we'll let Google decide. When we come back, it's Donna and Honk Honk Steve on my talk. Oh, so sad. You're listening to Donna and Steve and the really devastating news that um, actress Marky Post has passed away. I'm reading some of her co-stars and friends, really sweet tributes. And it's really hard to get through it without getting choked up. Oh, oh my gosh. So, Margie Post is the actress best known for Night Court. Thus, that uh, music bringing us back from break. Also, the fall guy. She passed away at age 70 on Saturday. I guess she had a long battle with cancer. Mm. And it looks as if, you know, if I'm piecing this together, that... It seems like she didn't tell people how far along her mm. cancer was or how bad of shape she was in because she didn't want them to worry. But mm. some of the things that people are writing just makes you feel like you wanted to know her. You know, they said she was bubbly. She was perky. She was so kind. Mm. Uh, Marsha Warfield, who was her co-star on Night Court, said, I never heard a crossword from, to, or about her. Wow. And that wow, that's she, impressive. She was so loving, and she loved her husband and, and daughters so much, and people are saying, I learned how to love from her. She was kind in when uh, people had scenes with her. Just horrible. Her family said... For us, our pride is in who she was in addition to acting, a person who made elaborate cakes for friends, Mm -hmm. sewed curtains for first apartments, and showed us how to be kind, loving, and forgiving in an often harsh world. Only 72. You know, it's interesting when when these celebrities, um, when they keep quiet, these major diagnoses, 
uh, you know, about their health. We saw it none more than with Chadwick Boseman, yes. who when his passing was announced, virtually no one knew that he was suffering from cancer. Right. And he had been for years. And it's it's just kind of crazy um, that they're able to to do that and they don't want to, you know, weigh anybody down with having to worry about it. But then it, it really does come as such a shock. Rocco, oh when God. did you first uh, have them get the Marky Post oh, bug? Yeah, I mean, I just thought in Night Court, and you know, I kind of make fun of the mullet, but she had the cute little 80s, uh, you know, short on top, long in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, her, I thought she was pretty, you know, a pretty uh, fetching lady. Yeah, just court. gorgeous. Um, and with that cuteness. Kind of like a Julie Bowen kind of yes, cuteness, you know. Yeah. yeah, just women wanted to be her. Yeah, and I remember always her, wanted to date her. She would do game show hits, you know. She'd do like um the ten thousand dollar pyramid or the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid, whatever they called it. And yeah, she seemed smart and bubbly and charming. And yeah. did I say she was cute? I thought yeah, she was pretty you, good yeah. looking. You mentioned it. Okay. Um, by the way. So we mentioned before the break, she also starred in The Fall Guy Mm -hmm. and Hearts of Fire. She's got an Alex Trebek connection as well. She was an associate producer on his show, Double Dare. Oh, wow. She also appeared as the card dealer on Card Sharks. Oh, I would like to track down. Yeah, that I would like to see. Googling that. Which I think was Trebek's uh, show right before Jeopardy. Yep. Card Sharks. I think Bob Eubanks took over that. But yeah, Card Sharks is kind of fun. Yeah. Awesome. I do not know that. Do you guys ever watch uh, old school game shows on either Buzzer or Game Show Network? I love Match Game. That's like my fave. And if there's a $25,000 pyramid on primetime, I will watch it. I will drop what I'm doing to watch it. I love it so much. Like the old school one or you're with Dick Clark? For a reboot. Um, I will watch the reboot. I'll watch anything. That is a fun show. It That's a, a fun good show. one. I love when they get to the circle. Yes. You know, and it's like, oink, oink, moo. Things that, things that animals at a farm would say. Well, fun. I, I feel like this 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 buzzer, or this I use. That's Pyramid. That's Pyramid, right? Yeah. I it think is? you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, imagine they're in the circle right now. Oh, yeah, you know, and then a thing flips over. Yep. Dick Clark, um, I remember watching that. I don't know if I was watching reruns of it. Or if they were new episodes and it was just daily, I don't know. But when I was a kid watching Pyramid, don't you remember Dick Clark sort of just swaggering over? He would almost like lean on that, uh, if I remember this right, so that little circle that they were in on Pyramid. Sort of lean his arm, rested as he just sort of talked with them about what went right, what went wrong. He was such a casual, laid-back, yet-in-command game show host. Yeah, Just really easy. Never try hard, just like... Right yeah. there with you. And you know, I'm with you because I've been watching a lot of old school game shows. And, you know, the reboots of Match Game with what Al, uh, Alec Baldwin or whatever, just he comes across as kind of creepy or I don't know, something weird. But the people Wait, that which were, guy did you say? I'm sorry. Alec Baldwin was on the reboot, I think. Oh, yeah. Match I didn't game. like him on that. Yeah. No. But it just shows you what it takes. And we're seeing it with the people trying out for Jeopardy. The guys that have it that can just nail it it's amazing it's a skill by the Mm -hmm. way maybe Mm -hmm. that should be your next move steve yeah steve would be a great game show host. there's anybody out there hiring for a game show host i would like you know what i could do donna wonderful i could go i could host a game show i could shoot it for three weeks yeah come back yes see you right say who's she when i get back we get you replaced with somebody you know i just think it could be cool 
I <laughs> sorry. Sure, you do what you need to do. Steve. No, that would be fun. I'll My dream here. would be to uh, to to host a game show. Would just be so much fun. It'd be so good. Do we still we still don't have any any word yet on Jeopardy? No, but Mike Richards, I think there's a little more to it. Uh oh. There's like some sexual harassment stuff that I heard. Oh, okay. You you can talk about it here. We've been talking about it. All right. I just, I didn't know there was that kind of stuff. Oh, let's see here. We got the the former model thing about the the settlement that uh, he had to come to. The pregnancy thing. Yeah. Apparently is an alleged history of harassment and discrimination. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. Not good. I mean, was this all on Prices Right? Because that show was just kind of a cesspool of sexual discrimination, wasn't it? For like forty years. Barker's Beauties and yes. everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that... he had the models in bikinis, and he liked them to look as if they were going out on a date. At his suggestion, they wore bikinis more frequently. Oh goodness! Now I'm reading the thorough public vetting resulted in the search taking. In early turn, when past champion Ken Jennings' tweets dented his chances, and it might now again impact the uh, race in its final stages, old discrimination lawsuits involving Mike Richards are taking on a new life. So, wait, there was a Ken Jennings tweet controversy early I, on? I didn't know about the that. Joe, I... Joe Buck is uh, co- or hosting Jeopardy! this week, the uh, Fox sports broadcaster, who I quite like. Um, so he starts his, and he says he's ready for the armchair critics. Hmm. I, I heard that Richards called Gelman early in the process of Live with Killing Ryan said, how do you rehire a host? Like, what do you do? And he said, look, you need someone with thick skin because no matter who you choose, the public's going to rage at the beginning. Hmm. Interesting. So I'll just hire myself. <laughs>